to a new episode of Women's Empowerment Series. Today's episode is going to be very special because I have an amazing guest connecting from Quebec, Canada, Doris Proudlove-Smith. Welcome, uh, beautiful Doris. The Women's Empowerment Series is a series where we invite female leaders uh, who share their story because they're doing amazing work impacting around them, women and men also. And uh, and this is what it is. So it's inspiring, it's motivational, and sharing some of the tips so that our viewers, whoever is connecting with us, can have something to take today from our episode. So welcome, Doris, and welcome. Welcome to everyone joining us. <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Ian. Well, I'd, I'd, first I'd like to thank you for even putting on this series. It's beautiful to hear all these voices, all these stories, and to be exposed to that. So thank you first for uh, actually. You know, I'm so appreciative that you're saying that. In my way of being, I love to celebrate women. I just, I think it's the most amazing thing. And I love to share women working in different industries and similar industries. I think it's amazing. And so this, this platform is really to say that there is space for everyone. There is abundance in the world. And we want more leaders. This is a time where we need millions of leaders to pop up and to become uh, references. You know. So. Well, your ability to see the light in so many people just uh, goes to to witness how much extraordinary light that you have. Oh, right. that's okay. recognize in others what we have. So mm, well said, Doris. So we have people connecting from Tunisia. Very nice to have you. Please let us know where you're connecting from, and let's uh, if you have any question for me or for Doris. So Doris, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. I know you have a fascinating career, and it's such a beautiful. Uh, time to listen to you and to hear that. Please, Doris. All right. Thank you. Well, I guess I could just, um, as I briefly want to start with how I, I got started in um, an IT career and, and consulting what I do. Because uh, I was a single mother on welfare uh, by mm. the age of one. And really was in that rut till I think I was like 20, 26, 27. And I was uh, having literally a Big Mac, watching television with my little girl. And that was my life then. Um, I think at the time I was, I was on, I, you know, I was on a minimum wage job working as a taxi dispatcher. And uh, a commercial comes on television about Disneyland. Mm. My beautiful young daughter, um, Roxanne, looks up at me and says, oh, mommy, I want to go. I want to go. And interestingly enough, it was in that moment that it truly hit me that the life I was leading and where I was at and what was going on, I was never going to have enough money to take her to Disneyland, wow. let alone on any trip, right? Wow. And so it really lit a fire. How old was she when she asked you that? She was like five, four okay. five. Yeah, so she, she doesn't understand your mom, you have to take her. Yeah. No, that's no. And she exactly a very good point because she hadn't gone to school yet. And mm -hmm. it's only when the, the children really go to school and 
that they start comparing their lifestyle and their level with others. Until then, they're they're unaware of them, of really what the differences are. At least, you know, that was certainly my experience. So, um, so as Tony Robbins um, often says, we'll often do more for others than we would ever do for ourselves. Yes, it is so true. So very true. I went back to school and I completed my high school because I was a high school dropout. Wow. The whole line with that. And You're then a five year old, you went back to high school. Oh my God. A five and a seven year old. My she was seven. Also. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I got a computer uh, programming degree. And- Incredible. Well yeah. done. That's not even, you didn't even choose something easy. Wow. Well, you know, it was 1998, the, the whole year 2000. I love the 90s. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was Madonna. It was like, yes. So, but okay, uh, I'll do it. And I really, really amazed myself. But the computer at that time was actually fairly new, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I, I mean it was it was Windows with the green screen and the yes. little yeah for sure, uh, for sure. But I had always been exposed to to technology because my father was kind of a hubbier. He had like the first uh, Coco computers from Radio Shack kind of thing. Mm. If you're from Quebec, you would know exactly what that is. And the Commodore computers, right? So you oh, Commodore, like, yeah, we, we know that. We know that. Yeah. Yeah, the stack of, of, of computer code to put in to just have a ball yeah. from one of the screen to the other, right? So wow. did do that. Mm-hmm. So um, but I had rejected it when I was watching my father do that. I thought that was weird, right? But then, you know, 10 years later, I go back to school and I start doing that. And I really amazed myself that I was able to learn it. And it just goes to show how you're programmed and indoctrinated into a certain way of thinking. You know, this is very poverty mindset, third generation welfare. Uh, You know, my parents could barely read and write, right? And they were, you know, fairly good hearted people, (laughs) as they say, but Mm -hmm. you don't know what you don't know. And so they raised their children knowing what they know, right? And uh, then that put me on a quest of, wow, if I can do that, then I can do others. So I ran a 5K and I oil paint. And anyways, I did really a a lot of things, but back to the career part. So um, I started working uh, in IT and very hard work ethic right away. And it wasn't even so much a work ethic as I just love doing it. Oh my God, I'm smart. I can actually do something. And And it's exciting because your confidence is like, woo, boosted up. And it's a male dominated field, isn't it? It's very male dominated. Yes, exactly. But that didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. I, I, you know, I couldn't even tell you why, but it never, it never actually had more issues being around other women than, than other men. But that's. Yeah. Because you were focused on your work and your girls. That's it. That's what matters to you. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And it's. Well, I'm a very masculine woman. So. Yeah. Being a mother is very masculine. Exactly. You know? Single mother. Ah. Oh. That's even worse. And that's what people get confused. They think you're a mom, you're a woman, but that you're not. Because when you're a mom, you have to make sure that everything's like done perfectly well. Yeah. 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 I think it's uh, uh, Melanie that talks about a mothering energy is actually a very masculine energy. It is. Very masculine. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, within three three years right i got uh, recruited by a, a small boutique consulting firm mm-hmm. so although i worked for over 20 years in the corporate world i had the the good fortune of working for a boutique as a consultant which means i would work six months to a year 
somewhere and then move on to another. So I wasn't quite as indoctrinated to certain ways of thinking, but yet exposed to many things, industries and, and issues. And because it was a very small, um, uh, boutique consulting firm, uh, I had to play all the roles. So I did pre-sales. I did, uh, the training I did (laughs) actually consulting and then coding all of it. You did it all, everything. Exactly. So I stayed with that firm for like eight, nine years and tremendous gratitude for everything it taught me about running a business from A to Z because it was a very small business. So around 2014, yeah, 13, 14, I started in the online space and I followed. Oh, you started really early because at that time we still, not everybody was in the online. Yeah, I I fell in love with this um, video series by a a coach and it was very much about, you know, doing a life of desire and having an online business. And and I was like, wait a minute, I know how to do all these things. Right. So and I want, you know, a freedom lifestyle. So I did. I did the certification and that put me on another certification after certification. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's you've been running after them. But then your girls were grown up right by that time. Oh, yeah. 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 Today they're 32 and 30. So, right. Had early. Wow. Yeah. Like sisters yeah. Now and friends. Yeah. 90 and 93. I had my girls. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you started an online business at a time where when you were a consultant and advisor, that's not the thing you will do, right? You will just keep on working with corporations and institutions, uh, going to conferences, being really physically there. Yeah. It's like, that's very pioneer, right? Because, and that looks like a little bit you, because in the 90s, you go in the computer and that's very early, right? And then you start the online quite earlier than anyone else. Incredible. I mean, again, I've had, uh, like I said, when I started with a small boutique consulting firm and then that, I I feel very lucky, very blessed in that way that I get exposed to things Mm. very, very early. So, um, so I did a lot of uh, business coaching in the beginning and then um, realized that, that that's not really my forte, although I can do it. I took the strategic intervention coaching certification with Tony Robbins and this and that, a lot of certification. (laughs) <laughs> I very yeah. qualified, um, mm-hmm. but I realized that I'm much more of a problem fixer. I like mm-hmm. coming up with solutions and architecting solutions. And because you have a scientific mind. That's what scientific mind is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really the difference between coaching and consulting. So, you know, yes. we talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. so that uh, people can understand a bit more what I do and then and, and other people and select right the, the most appropriate person mm-hmm. for for that job because what they need yeah yeah because that's often what i get as an issue is people think i coach but i don't i don't really coach i go in and, and i fix issues i write a solution architect i create uh, operating procedures for your business so it's a, you business. need to understand fully the business and also the person right where they're looking uh, to achieve through their business and that's yeah. why it feels like coaching because you're like kind of okay let's go inside and see who you are right Exactly. So that's why all the coaching certifications has really just deepened my consulting work because I can tell when that, when there's, there's, you know, I can feel when the person is like coming from the outside of something, when there's something inside that's trying to come out in order to be birthed. Yeah. Which means like the coaching is actually embedded in what you do. And if you just say you do that, that doesn't mean you understand the rest. And so, 
that's why it's, you know, as a consultant, but you ended up really coaching and giving business advice. So you're actually doing them both, which is amazing, right? Because they got both things, right? I am, you know, I call myself the one-stop shop because- Here we go. So, you know, it is just, you know, but that's interesting because a lot of people that come from executive backgrounds and having achieved already a career, there is a dream for someone else, right? So that's, um, thank you. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Somebody is just giving you greetings from a man. So we got, uh, we got hello from Casablanca. We got from Tunisia. So thank you. Thank you for being uh, with us and for uh, let us know uh, that you're watching us. I love feeling the vibes, whoever is on and even on replays. And we are really having a very, very important conversation because I think there is a confusion out there about, you know, who is doing the coaching and just helping you. Um, level up from your within your thinking process and who is there to actually help you become a successful entrepreneur looking into business yeah yeah coaching is very um internally driven and about uh you know expansion of the person and and increasing their capacity Mm-hmm. to do what they wanted to do as opposed to consulting is 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 really uh recommendations it's solutions it's it's providing the the actual framework right the actual- strategy right it's business strategy it's the yeah. Framework. Yeah. but and that's why i you know the industry is a little funny because you, you talk you hear business coaches talking about business strategy and they're really yeah. you know they're really two different things because a coach brings out what's in that person right yeah. that's, that's the whole thing so yeah Anyway, so that that's that's what I do uh, now, and I and love. So that. tell me more about the online. So how did you just go on to the online? Because a lot of people wants to just jump in the online. How does it feel? How much did it take you to actually build that brand and the reference in as an online? As someone who who came from a corporate background, and my coach at the time in 2013, when I took the, the that um, certification in coaching and and online business coaching. Um, said that people with corporate backgrounds have this perfectionist uh, kind of thing going on. So we often build up something and then we, it's not good enough. So we build something. And I went through that cycle very, very much. Right. So, which is why I went and got a web design certification and then a a graphic design certification and, and, you know, kept getting more and more uh, tools in, in my tool, uh, tool chest. Yeah. Still, um, marketing myself as a coach so it was kind of getting frustrating for me Mm. because that's not who you are you are bigger than that and you were kind of put yourself in a box yes and that and then they wouldn't do it and then I was like what what no but you wanted to be successful and I'm telling you this is you know let's start with that and right but I didn't understand they right that was coaching as opposed to to they needed a coach in that moment in order to get something and then somebody like me can come in and help them with the actual yes. strategies that they need yes. and the actual you know nuts and bolts of, of what they need to get to the next step so mostly now uh, i mean it really when the pandemic hit is really when this became very much more clear to me uh, who I want to work with and what I want to do. Excellent. It was very confusing before because, you know, I think we, we all get a little bit wrapped up in what we see uh, on the, our Facebook feeds, right? This consultant's Ooh. doing that or this coach is doing that and they're that. And then we get involved. Well, I could do that. And then we kind of integrate it and I could do that, you know, and so forth. And then at least for myself, I speak for myself. And then you get, you know, a little sidetracked and you're not even in your genius, right? Mm. 
because you copy what others are doing. You like kind of without even feeling it, right? You you don't well, think you're copying, but you kind of go in there. The word more influenced than copy. yes, yes, okay, influence, right? Because yeah. no matter what, you know, I, I think I got this from the book uh, "Steal Like an Artist." Is that there's nothing original, right? So I like that "Steal Like an Artist." Very well said. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so, so I, as the pandemic hit, I really realized that, you know, I'm a solution architect. I like coming when someone has a problem yeah. and I come in with a solution. I help implement the solution and then I hand it off to the team that will be the operations team. Implemented it. So. But it's amazing because a lot of people need that because you have a lot of entrepreneurs online and solopreneurs and just someone who's like, okay, let me get started. And they don't know what to get started from and what to do yeah. and who to hire. Yeah. Well, I especially specialize in the the coaches, healers, and, and you know, all these uh, um, solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, like, like you just said, that have kind of proven that they have, they know what they want to do and they know what okay. they right? And they've attained a certain level of success, but now it's, it's a little bit of a hot mess the thing, right? So they yeah. may have, you know, email lists over here and not connected to this automation part. And, and so they're, they can't grow, they can't scale from there. Right. So that's kind of what I do is I, I come in and I help create a framework for them to be able to scale. Very nice. So do you actually, you have a programming or CRM that you use, or do you help them set that, that up? Everything I do is customized. I think every single person uh, or business has to be customized to their vision. And that's what I was saying uh, before when we're having our conversation. It's important to me what their dream life is, what, how, what kind of business they want. If they have children, you need a certain kind of parameters. And if you don't, you know, and so forth, right? So it's, it to me, it's very important that it just be entirely customized. And for some people, you know, it's very small scale and they don't need you as don't need more in order to ramp up and, and so forth, right? Just a book as a lead generator, because I did do that also. I know how to publish books. <laughs> <laughs> you did it all. Doris, you're incredible. Wow. I, you know, in French, they call it hyper efficience. Oui, that's yeah. Awesome. So um, it, it's it's a bit of a problem at the same time because I never think I know enough, right? So I'm always no, but it's not even that. It's like whatever you do, like, but I can do that too. But I can do that too. So what is it that I will focus on? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It can scatter me, but at the same time, that's the the I guess why it's my genius is that because I can work with a lot of different people and a lot a lot of different industries and so sure. forth. Sure. I see possibilities. I see potential when people talk to me about what, what they know how to do and what their lifestyle, right? It, my mind just goes to work and th 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 creates Yeah, it. because you're a computer no. genius. So you like, you know, to take all the data and information and like, let's make sense of it in one picture. Yeah. I, and coupled with my personality, I don't know if you know human design, but I'm a manifestor generator with a sacral uh, okay. authority. Okay. So. So tell us more what it is, because I'm not sure our viewers would all understand that. <laughs> I'm not sure I always understand that either. Okay. <laughs> but from what I understand is, is uh, a manifesto generator comes up with a lot of ideas and can okay. manifest a lot of things really quickly, but mm -hmm. they need to keep bopping. They, they need to keep changing. Things move very, very quickly for them. They can easily get bored, right, with things and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so the downside to that from my understanding, right? The downside to that is that they can uh, leave a lot of things un uncompleted, right? Oh, yes. So 
for me, designing a business around going in, engaging with someone from one month to three months, right, to, to resolve their problem is a time lapse where I can't get bored. Right? Mm. Boom, boom, boom. I put it in place and I hand it over to someone else, another team to Excellent. go on and do the execution. So you don't get bored. So you're always something new. So yeah. it uses my genius, right? And and it makes me feel good. And it provides a really a valuable solution to people because that's a lot of what I see. Also, they'll hire a VA. Yeah. And the VA says, okay, what do you want me to do? And I said, well, I want, no, I want you to tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> right. As the yeah, that's what I hired you, but that wasn't the right one to hire. Yeah. Right. Or the, the, the VA is just going to end up doing it the same way the entrepreneur was doing it. And they're, or they can't do it the same way the entrepreneur was doing it. And then it causes all kinds of other degrees of issues. Yes. So everything has to be processed and everybody's uh, work needs to be clear and actually complement each other. Yeah. Designed everything. I mean, that, and that's why I, that was my title, solution architect, right? Okay. Yes. Architect, like solution. Because yeah. uh, it's not, and that's, you know, customized. I don't, every single person that had this perspective, particular light and life and and genius and you know and and i'm interested in that what's your genius i mean right how can i help you bring that out more in your business so you spend more time in that and you're having more fun i saw this post by by uh, uh i forget who it was but she was talking about how so many coaches go in and become coaches about their biggest um their biggest uh, um, childhood wound, right? Or trauma or things like that because they overcame it. Yes. They're also creating a life that mm -hmm. keeps them in that wound Ooh. as long as they're working. Is that really their zone of genius? Maybe it is, no. right? But not necessarily. And I think uh, as as women or maybe as people in general, we're, we're taught or programmed to feel that our, if it's easy for us to do, that we shouldn't charge very much for it. Oh, yes, that's so true. If it's hard. If it's hard, right? That's what, you know, yeah. Melanie, I think, was saying that too. If it's hard, then we want to be really paid, right? Oh, but yes. If, if it's our genius, oh, it's okay. No, no, no. But okay. it should be really the opposite. If you it, want it to live the life because of it's your genius, world, you want to value yourself. Yeah. Yes. And charge for your genius, right? Because really it is. Cameroon, thank you. Thanks, Jean Queen, for joining us. Yes. Yeah, women's empowerment is a big thing because, you know, do you work mostly with women or uh, in general with entrepreneurs, Doris? Uh, I spent a, a lot of time working with entrepreneurs, uh, but I prefer working with women. I really yes. do. And that's mm -hmm. more of a personal healing thing for me. Okay. Uh, because, yes. uh, yeah, I had a lot of issues, like coming from the corporate world, worked with men, it was really, you know, blah, 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 blah. and uh, dealing with women and their, their feelings and that they feel and they feel and they feel. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it doesn't matter how you feel. This, this is what, you know, the agenda is. But mm -hmm. having to learn to work with women and to, to, to make space for that allowed me to make space for, in myself also of course, for yes. my own life. So, and that's what I mean by it's always a personal healing with me mm -hmm. to be with the women and to see their genius and so forth and to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so delicious how women can have such profound genius and yet, and, and be so permeable at the same time to, to, mm -hmm. to life. It's just such, such a beautiful thing mm -hmm. that, that when mm -hmm. we're indoctrinated into a, a, a masculine corporate, and I'm saying masculine, but whatever, a certain structure, right? Um, thinking that 
that that has no value when, oh my God, that can be anything. That is so valuable, right? That is the this, the chameleon, the right, the woman that could, I mean, it's so in incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. So I want to ask you one question about being bilingual. I think that's such a, a, an incredible uh, richness that you have. And how do you balance that? I mean, we also in our part of the world, we speak many languages in the same time. And so how do you, did you weave that into your career and on the online business today? Well, that is actually something quite recent and came about uh, from the pandemic. So when I've always done uh, a lot of retreats and, and uh, networking and so forth in English. And when the pandemic came on, I couldn't travel anymore. And I live in, in Quebec. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I wasn't about to stop <laughs> personal growing or so forth. Right. It's just I love because it so you much. like it. I Me. love it. I love it. I love it. What's the point if not to grow and understand ourselves better? And Absolutely. Absolutely. And you grow when you learn. And I always say that leaders are students of yes. leadership for life. For you life. never stop learning. Yeah, I, I agree. Wouldn't so if you wanted to. So, uh, so then I started going to French, uh, to French-led uh, ones in uh, French. And it was boop, 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 neurologically very, very different for me. So I was, uh, my first language is French. My mother speaks no English, right? So okay. my first language until I went to school was French. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when I was completely educated though in English. Ah, uh, voila, because your English is like, whoa, more than just learning it after high school, <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> so I think it really created a neurological patterning, right? Where uh, I have a very uh, logical and educated side that's in English and so forth. Mm -hmm. And a very emotional side that's but more enriched, right? Because yes, of course. So when I started doing these personal workshops, personal development workshops in French, issues that I thought I had resolved a long time ago, I certainly had from a logical perspective, but, but from not from the subconscious. And actually, much more um, embodied, right? Yeah. Much more in my body mm. because it's from my childhood, right? From being two or three. Yeah. And all those traumas that, that we undergo at, at that age, right? So it was touching it much more than that through language, right? Yes. And yeah. and it's, and, I mean, it's such a, a fascinating thing when you actually speak to someone that is truly bilingual. The conversation will go in English and then in French and English and in French. Yes. They keep bopping back and forth. And it's a reflection of the mapping, neurological mapping in the mind of certain memories of how we remember yes. things and so mm -hmm. forth. We can't think of the word in English because we learned it in French in an emotionally charged uh, situation. Mm, that's true. So, anyways, I was doing some research on that of how, how, how genius that is, right? The plasticity of the brain when yes. you can actually think in two languages mm -hmm. at the same time. That's Incredible. And now you work both languages or it depends on your clients or how do you do it today? Well, th this is what I'm doing now. I'm starting to work in French. Uh, it's challenging uh, because I'm not educated in French, right? Uh, in terms of writing. and I get it. Um, but if you want, we can speak a little bit in French. And then <laughs> so good. You know, but that's interesting because I run programs in English and programs in French. 
So you see, even in our group, the group goes two languages. And, you know, what's nice about uh, social media, you have the tradition, the, you know, translation button so people can read, which is nice so that it allows you to actually use languages. Well, this what was interesting, though, I was trying to do something in social media and, and I just ripped in French because I can speak French and very emotionally in French. Yeah. But then the, the, the translation thing didn't work so well. <laughs> Translating yeah. French to English, yeah. not so much. It was the right one. Wow, <laughs> really? French, it'll translate pretty well. Wow. But I had a lot of issues with it. Maybe it's well, my... <laughs> well, let's have another conversation in French, which we can yeah. do like this in live. Yeah. And then, then yeah, we yeah. can plan that. That would well, be amazing. I'd love to talk about what I'm actually uh, birthing in French. You know, okay. I want to, I am creating this... Uh, membership slash it's in a hybrid uh, membership slash training program to okay. bring more and more women um online to create okay. businesses online very nice I'm very very excited about so doing a post about it and you can even make a post about it on face on, on the group fam leader today so that you know we have a lot of french speaking speakers uh in the group inside the group so i'll invite you to do that and drop the link what is it called it's l l en ligne Elle en ligne. Ah, very nice. Yeah. That would be nice. So, uh, you know, we'll drop the link and then you can post that. So that Absolutely. whoever is watching us and you are a French speaker, you will see something coming up that will be interesting for you. Elle en ligne. That's wonderful. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being with me today. It was such a delight. <laughs> Beautiful conversation. Yes. And uh, you would like to say one last word before we close today. Uh, it, well, just that we're all born to actually deliver something. And interestingly enough, bringing uh, my ex-coach used to say, uh, your business, uh, creating a business is the best personal development program in the world. Uh, because it will challenge you and stretch you in every way. And, and you will be confronted with uh, all all your, your, your things, right? <laughs> to grow out of them and produce them. So I everybody should have their own business because we are right. We are our own business. Absolutely. We are. Thank you so much. This is a beautiful closing remarks. Thank you for being with us today. And thank you everyone for joining us in this episode. Mm -hmm.